Welcome everyone to episode one. I'm your boy Tony Blaze, and um, I just want to talk wrestling. <laughs> you know, a lot of people, a lot of people want to judge. A lot of people want to act like they're the greatest bookers in the world. I'm not into that. I I, I just want to talk wrestling. You know, I just want to be able to talk scenarios, talk talk about what's going on um, right now. It's a, a wonderful time to be a wrestling fan. I'm in sunny Orlando, Florida. I'm just now passing Full Sail University, where uh, NXT is going to happen tonight. Um, honestly, I I just want to talk wrestling. Um, Impact last night was phenomenal. Was, that's my favorite company. Um, and basically, what I'm going to be doing here, I'm going to be uh, running down scenarios. I'm going to be giving my overall thoughts. I I, I don't consider myself a smart, a smart because I think that uh, there's too many smarts. There's too many people that, that, that watch a program just to judge it or just to say this is bad, you know? I'm not with that. What I want to do, I want to watch a program and say this was that damn good. I want to give my reasons for why it's that damn good. Today, what I want to talk about, today I want to talk about this whole Seth Rollins situation. The reason why this came about was because all day long, I've been seeing people bash Seth Rollins on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. All they've been doing is bashing Seth Rollins all day. That's all I've been seeing all day. Um, I, I want to give an alternative. I want... To put a scenario into everybody's idea, into everybody's head, I want to make people think because honestly, wrestling fans and even though studies show that a lot of people that complain online, it's usually always the same people, and it's not really that many people as as others would think it was, if that makes sense to you. Um, but in all honesty, too many people complain, and social media has given that platform for. So many people to have such a big voice. And I feel like that's what the problem is today. Too many people are just sitting there complaining mad about the world. Rather than just tune into what they love. Tune in and get excited about what you love. Um, NWA Power has been amazing. Four great episodes and counting. You know? Um... A lot of people are talking about it, but why don't we show more love to NWA? Impact has been phenomenal for years. They never get the love that they should get, but you come online and you rather bash WWE all day. You know, the sense, the logic. But I digress. So what I want to talk about today is Seth Rollins. A lot of people are bashing Seth Rollins. A lot of people are upset at the things that he said recently they're saying that that he's turned into a joke Seth Rollins went on Corey Graves podcast recently and said that a couple year a couple months ago people loved Seth Rollins they they wanted him to smash Brock Lesnar's face in so bad and now they turned on him for being the guy that they wanted I feel like that's a real Vince McMahon answer now now Stay with my mind state here And stay with why I feel that way You see Me personally I don't I don't care for Seth Rollins I think he's bland 
he looks like an everyday smoke. That's just my preference. I mean, I prefer Roman Reigns over Seth Rollins anyway. I feel like Roman Reigns puts on the better matches and he could be believed more as the top guy. I was not one of those people that was saying Brock, Brock versus Seth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I wasn't one of those guys. I didn't care for the match, but that, once again, is my preference because I don't care for Brock Lesnar. Um, the way that I see it and the way that I've been telling people, um, if you want WWE to change, you have to boycott them. I've been telling people this for a long time. Nobody wants to listen, of course. But if you want WWE to change, you have to boycott them. You have to stop watching their stuff. You have to stop purchasing their merchandise. I stopped purchasing their merchandise and I feel... I mean, I, I stopped watching their stuff. I stopped all of that. And I honestly feel much better about it. I feel like I'm not wasting my time. They're not wasting my time. If I choose to tune in, fine. But I know... Look, I, I remember in 2000... I want to say 2009 when they started this whole PG stuff and they were going real rated G more so and like they were doing some crazy stuff like I couldn't believe how it, it was embarrassing to watch at one point and um, I used to go on YouTube all the time and complain and it used to be like God this is horrible and I can't believe I'm watching this and but I continued to watch it over and over and over and over again I continue to watch it and I'm sitting there like I can't believe how bad this is and this is terrible and and then one day I think it was like 2015 or 16 I'm just like I've been complaining for 5 6 years but I'm still watching the product I'm still going to shows I went to the last WWE show in Orlando I think I went in 2013, 13 or 14. I think it was 13. Yeah, it was 13, the year before I got married. You know, like, <laughs> if if you want WWE to change their ways, maybe you have to change your way. You have to boycott them. Um, So them pushing Brock Lesnar... Even this stupid match at Crown Jewel between Brock Lesnar and Cain Velasquez. You don't like it? Don't watch it. But anyway, with Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins has been getting so much heat. He's been getting so many, like, people are saying he's the worst and he's garbage and he could never stand up to Kenny Omega and blah, blah, blah. Honestly, Kenny Omega and Okada had one of the greatest matches in in our lifetime nobody's going to top that match no matter who it is nobody's going to ever top that match that match is going to go on to be one of the best matches in history that's just what it is Kenny Omega is known for having those kind of matches he's had those kind of matches I think that it's wrong to to patronize Seth Rollins and try to compare him to Kenny Omega he's doing a lot better than Kenny Omega because he's in WWE, so he makes a lot more money. He, he, you know, he has a lot more exposure. But comparing the two, I don't think that's a good thing to do. But if I if I could divulge here and do a little fantasy booking, 
I would love to share my thoughts. What I would do is, um, from all of this, I would really have Seth Rollins have a breakdown. In all honesty, I would have Seth Rollins have a breakdown. Have him go. I mean, he had to go against The Fiend. He got criticized for that. He got criticized for everything. He got criticized for beating um, beating Brock Lesnar twice. He got criticized for hurting Sting. I would have him finally go crazy. Like um, TNA did to Sting back in the day. I think it was 08, 09, where they had Sting somewhere in the paint and all that. I would do that, honestly. I mean, The Fiend is on SmackDown anyway, right? So I would just have... Seth Rollins go ape shit crazy, wear some paint, um, start bugging out, start start flipping out, and at the same time while you're doing that, build your top face. Because Seth Rollins is not a face. He goes on Twitter banters and he gets into arguments with people and then don't understand why people don't like him and like he, he he's letting this get to him. He he's letting Twitter and online fans get to him. He needs, he needs, 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 needs to relax. Like, he really need. like... <laughs> I honestly think, and I hate when people say all the time, when they say, oh, well, well, this guy needs to turn heel because he's terrible. No. But in this case, Seth Rollins, <laughs> Seth Rollins needs to turn heel because, um... This face pro company thing that he's doing, it's not working for him because he's taking it too serious. Because he's taking it so serious, it's not working for him. It's not, you know, it, it, it's just not there. Like, he's getting mad, and, and I think people are egging him on more just so he keeps getting mad so that he could keep on with the stupid banter. Like, I. It feels like that's what that, that that's what's going on. Like he he's getting mad at people, and people are like, ah, you're getting mad at internet fans, you asshole. And they're provoking him even more. Like <laughs> I feel like he just needs to chill, man. He needs to um, he really needs to relax and like look at his career, look at the things that he's been able to do in this time. Uh, he. I think that the creative team, the creative team needs an overhaul as well. I, I'm waiting for everybody to finally admit that Paul Heyman isn't as great as everybody thinks he is, <laughs> because Raw has not been that good. But that's that, that's for another episode. I'll uh, I'll wait on that episode. I'll wait on it. But um, <laughs> but what I want for Seth Rollins maybe is to just show a little progression in character. You know, I think that maybe if he finally does go crazy and does um, show some kind of emotion, maybe like goes ape shit and, you know, maybe he could be the top heel. He could be that top heel that Raw needs. I mean, shit, they be putting so many people together for no reason. Honestly, if he were to like snap and go crazy and, and, form a stable with AOP that would probably be pretty smart that would probably be a pretty badass stable but here's the problem WWE Creative doesn't know how to book anymore their booking has turned to complete shit no matter who's behind the pen 
So you need a mind that can book this and book it correctly so that we make sure that that guys like Seth Rollins don't get lost in the fold. If he turns heel, keep that storyline flowing. Keep him original. I mean, shit, if you got to throw the Joker paint on him <laughs> and have him lose his mind, then have the man lose his mind. But he needs an overhaul. If I were WWE, I would keep the universal title on him. Well, I would keep the universal title on him for as long as possible. And I would I would build up a top face at the same time and have them clash at Royal Rumble. But because the Royal Rumble match, then they have two Royal Rumble matches that are 60 minutes. That's what that's that's the problem. Because what I would do have Seth Rollins have one of those memorable matches. One of those matches like Kenny Omega had, people will be talking about that decades from now. Because that match between Kenny Omega and Okada was that memorable. I don't even watch New Japan. I don't even have New Japan, New Japan Network. And I could tell you, like, that match was amazing. I started watching because of, that, because of stuff like that. The matches were amazing. The, match, the matches are what intrigued me. You know? So because of it, I got excited. I got rejuvenated as a wrestling fan. I wanted to write matches. I remember back in 2009, I sent a resume over to Impact Wrestling and to WWE. I wanted to be a writer more than anything. You know, they both rejected me, but <laughs> I mean, I, but I, I wanted to write. That's what I knew that that's where I, I wanted to work in a wrestling company. You know, and sometimes. You need that writer. You need to follow through with storyline. They're not following through with storylines anymore. And they're killing their own product. Their storylines are flawed. They have no backbone to it. It's it's just... It's falling short. And they're wondering why. It's because... There's no follow through. Because there's nothing there... That's... That solidified the story that made the story go oh shit what the you know like nothing there I feel like Seth Rollins badly needs to turn heel and then once he turns heel he forms his little stable or whatever and whoever you want to put in there I mean I just said AOP because you know they, they're still on the bench but whoever you want to put in the stable it doesn't matter um, he forms his little stable and then he gets into a rivalry well, I mean, I mean that shit. At WrestleMania, you could have, you could build it up to WrestleMania if you want to, and have, um, have him go against what Braun Strowman, Randy Orton. I mean, I don't know who's, who's the top face that needs. That. I mean, <laughs> they, 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 there's so much you could do on Raw. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to make a separate um, episode. We're booking raw because honestly I'm driving right now and I would need notes and I would need the roster in front of me in order to do that. But um but I mean there's so much that you could do with that roster as far I mean you could build Apollo Cruz, honestly. I mean shit. But um 
Seth Rollins needs that memorable match. Now, a lot of people say he had a lot of memorable matches. But what's he most remembered for, though? Is he remembered for those memorable matches? Or is he going to be remembered for that Hell in a Cell botch? Is he going to be remembered for injuring Sting? Injuring himself during that, that Sunset Flip botch off the top rope? You know, like... And that's the problem, like... Because WWE continues to back themselves against the wall, they don't know where to go. And when they don't know where to go, they, they start getting nervous and they say, oh, well, what do we do now? And, you know, and, and, and they, they don't need to do that. They, they need to work on, on, on building storylines that count. One of my favorite storylines in wrestling history was Edge and John Cena. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a huge Edge fan. Edge is one of the greatest heels of all time because Edge managed to do dickhead things strategically. He was an opportunist and he played off as an opportunist correctly. Now, I'm not telling Seth Rollins to be an opportunist. He could, but then online fans would complain that <laughs> they will complain, oh, well, I've seen this already. Well, whatever. You know? Um, Edge doesn't have, I mean, Edge, Seth Rollins doesn't have to be an opportunist. He can be a cycle. He can be a cycle. He could put on a WrestleMania match. I mean, shit, honestly, he could start a stable with um, Drew McIntyre and AOP, and that'd be a pretty badass stable thinking about it yeah y'all got my mind drifting while i'm driving over here (laughs) um but honestly that'd be a pretty badass table um yeah (laughs) that would be pretty badass what would you call it but um but yeah like give him his wrestlemania he okay some people say he had a wrestlemania moment against brock he did his thing. He did what he had to do. Yeah, true. <coughs> but has is he going to be remembered in the record books? Is he going to be remembered like Eddie Guerrero when Eddie Guerrero won that world title? Is he going to be remembered like Chris Jericho, who was the first undisputed champion? What will you remember Seth Rollins for? Will it be for botching and almost killing Sting? (laughs) Or will it be, um, you know, something memorable? Or will it be marrying Becky Lynch? (laughs) You know? I think that they need to reassess the whole Seth Rollins thing. They want him to be a company guy, but his mouth doesn't allow him to be that company guy that they want him to be. He, They need to find a new company guy. He's not the company guy. His mouth doesn't allow him to be. He gets into too many fights and arguments online over petty things. He lets the fans dictate his moods. He's almost like the Joker, honestly, man. 
you can't tell what mood he's going into because you're like, damn, like, <laughs> did we push a button? Is he mad? You know, it shouldn't be that way. Now, if he's going to play up to this character, because honestly, continue the fantasy book here, I would play up to the character since he's already bugging out. I would play up to the character and be like, he lost his mind finally from responding off a of Twitter banter. You know, I mean, it's already there. The, the, the writing's on the wall. The, the fans probably, the, the fans finally helped him lose his mind. You know, it's right there. It writes itself. Um, can he pull it off? I believe so. I think so. Um, same thing with, like, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan needed, needs a revamp. It, the, sometimes it's something simple. Triple H makes NXT look so simple. But then you look at the main roster and you're like, why do they make things look so hard? Why do they try this hard to do this when all they have to do is that, you know? And and <laughs> trying to understand Vince McMahon, sometimes it's not that easy. I know. But that's just my two cents, guys. Um, I'm going to get out of here. I rambled on enough. Um, if you like this podcast, please give me a thumbs up. I'm recording this on Anchor. Um, follow me. I'm on Podbean. I'm also on YouTube. You can find me on uh, YouTube.com backslash. Well, actually, I'm going to be creating a new one soon. Um, I haven't come up with a name for this yet. I think I'm going to call it. Uh, I don't know yet. Um, <laughs> I don't know yet. I'm going to call it something. <laughs> so... If you enjoy my banter, wrestling banter, that sounds cool. No, it doesn't. <laughs> um, give me a thumbs up. Uh, I will be putting links as soon as I have everything situated. And um, hope you guys follow me. Hope you guys enjoyed this. And I'm out of here. Peace. Thank you.